TikTok, get on stop, stop to the 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 TikTok, get on rant much, rant much, rant much, rant much. Hey guys, welcome to Rant Much, a podcast for black girls who talk too much. I'm Tuli and I'm here with my lovely co-host. Hey guys, it's Naya here. How you doing? Yeah guys, welcome to your weekly installment of Rant Much by two black girls who just talk entirely too Too much. much. (laughs) And they decided to buy some mics and talk in your ear while they talk too much. So sorry. Naya... How you doing, girl? How have um, you been this week? I know you have had a lot happening this week, so catch everybody up. Bitch, what is happening? Let me tell you, this week was rough. I was literally just catching Tulia before this episode, and like, <laughs> she's been hearing about it in real time, so this is actually comical. But the bitch then caught the Rona, and so it's sick. It was sick, and it was funny because, like, okay, it's not funny, but it kind of was funny, y'all. Like, I am triple vaccinated, and when we say triple vaccinated over here, we mean you have your two shots um, and your booster at this point. And bitches over here talking about we might need a second booster, which just get vaccinated so I don't have to keep getting booster shots. How about that? How about that? I don't even like flu shots, y'all. Like, I don't get sick, so this was actually quite frustrating for me over here let me tell you i literally told anyone who would listen like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lose my damn mind like today i'm like it's day five uh tomorrow well actually it's day six because i've been i've been feeling yucky since monday and i thought it was my allergies which is why this was like really weird because it was like oh Mm. it's just a bad allergy season and a lot of people have been saying that allergies are really bad with all the shit going wrong in climate change so i wasn't too pressed about this only for me to go into work and my coworker to be like yeah you can't breathe out of your right nostril Let's just check just to be certain, you know, just to cover just to our be sa- You can never, and the, the thing is, you can never be too safe these days. You nope. never know. We're in week two, or we're in year two of COVID, and, like, you still can never be too safe, right? And so I took the test. Like, mm. I've never gotten a positive test ever. This is my first time. Like, even when I felt shitty, like, I usually am just like, it's not COVID. It, I'm fine. Like, and sure enough, I'm usually negative. Well, this motherfucking time, a bitch came back pregnant i said this some bullshit so the girl reason- you said pregnant <laughs> so here's why Are you i pregnant? said pregnant no because on the test we always crack jokes in the theater because you know a pregnancy test two lines means pregnant one line means oh. one line means negative two <laughs> lines means positive so we over here like we we not trying to be pregnant out here Okay. 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 I'm caught up. I'm caught up. <laughs> so I was like, a bitch is out here pregnant? Oh, hell no. Nah. So I was like, well, there goes my life. I guess I'll be quarantined at home. Um, what made it worse, I felt so bad because now I'm like, okay, well, where have I been? What have I been doing? Like, I went to go see Judgment Sullivan. And that was the first time I've ever been unmasked. Like, usually when I go to the store, when I go out, like, I'm usually masked up. I don't give a damn if everybody else around me isn't masked. I'm usually pretty Mm -hmm. good about this. And so I think it might have been from the concert. But, again, these days you don't 110% know. You never know. You never really know. you never know. Um, That was the only thing that was different inside of my schedule. But it was a great concert. I had a lot of fun. 
Um, I saw some people, some of my friends that like I wasn't even expecting to see. So it was just really fun to just be chilling and vibing with them, seeing one of my um, idols. And that's even a weird word to me. But like one of the personally one of my favorite and one of the best vocalists of our time um, to see her in person was fucking amazing. And what's funny is her mm. ass was getting over COVID. She was like, y'all bear with me. I've been sick and we all were like girl we understand you're good like take your time mm. sing the song live your best life but she still put on a whole motherfucking show so if jasmine can do it my ass can do it too um so that's that's the tea on my <laughs> life um tools what about you how are you i'm good i am very tired this evening <laughs> i had a birthday at a friend's birthday party last night and I had the time of my life. Like, guys, I have, I'm not a goer outer. If you yeah. know me, you know. Yeah. I'm not a goer outer. I'm a, let's have a girls' night at your place. Let's play 30 seconds. Yeah. Let's get lit. Do you guys have 30 seconds as a board game, by the way? No, I was like, 30 seconds in heaven? I was like, that's like middle school, high school type stuff. Cause I Damn, think that's you don't like, know what 30 seconds is. Nah, man. That's wild. Like, me and my girlfriends, we just, I don't know. We watch TV shows and listen to old Justin Bieber songs and Taylor Swift because we want to live Justin our, Bieber songs. our old childhood, apparently. Like, we're we're old, guys, okay? The fact that we sit up and even listen to old songs is actually insane. But, okay, explain what is 30 seconds to us. 30 seconds is a general knowledge game okay. where you have um, a card okay. with, like, five different, like, things people's names names of a movie names of a brand whatever mm -hmm. and on the flip side as well and then you just explain to the person what's on the card without saying what's on the card and you've got 30 you've got a 30 second timer okay uh, like an hourglass thing that's yeah. 30 seconds and as many as you get it that's how many you move or if you play with the dice you do the whole subtraction thing okay but yeah it's just a general knowledge game okay i find that, it we so have something funny. similar but we have uh charades would be similar for us like but we don't have like yeah but charades is more acting it out right yeah yeah but there's another one that my family has where you like act it out draw it out or talk it out like you have three different options to do oh, it which is kind of okay, a charades but either okay. way it isn't like a board where you like move pieces that that's something else uh, but okay so i i get you i get the I idea find it so i find it so interesting how we are so influenced by you guys but y'all <laughs> literally are like living your own lives because like i think about 30 seconds and all the american shit that's on even the south african version of 30 seconds wow okay is very american there's so okay. much american stuff on it but anyways that's a, a conversation for another day i got you uh i'm not a goer outer i went out for dinner to my with my friend and it was all my varsity friends that we'd all studied politics Aww. together so it was basically a b palsy a b palsy <laughs> Um, Meet up. reunion. <laughs> I love that. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was so good mm. um, to celebrate our friend who really is like the kind of the glue of that friendship. Okay. Because yeah. I'm not very close to the rest of the girls. Yeah. Uh, they're more her friends than they are mine. And I'm, well, they are her friends. They're not really my friends, actually. Let me say yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. Um, but it's so cool to like, come and reunite with girls who are basically my first friends on campus yeah, the that. birthday girl and another friend of ours those are my first friend those are my first friends on campus and those are the first like kind of bonds i built on campus and so mm -hmm. it was so nice just to see everybody again then we decided to go out the service was terrible at the restaurant we Ooh. decided let's just go out for a drink or something 
um we go out and i literally had the time of my life but i went to hatfield and hatfield is where i studied in varsity because okay. i went to up anybody who went to up up you know <laughs> um going back to my student town yeah. is always so nostalgic to me because the last time i was there like you couldn't walk three steps without knowing someone. Like, hey, girl, how are you? Oh, my gosh, so good to see you. How are you doing? And even a couple of years after I left varsity yeah. and I would still go back to see my boyfriend because he was still studying, I would still bump into people and like, hey, girl, how are you doing? Because people are doing their honors, their yeah. masters, and they lingered and they stayed around for a little bit longer. Now, girl, I, am, I don't know a single face walking those streets <laughs> we went out and i'm like i don't know anybody here yeah which is also great because i shouldn't be partying there i shouldn't be in hatfield i should not be partying no. where kids party no but it doesn't matter what matters is that we needed a place to go out we went out we had a fucking amazing time it's crazy i drank entirely crazy. too much <laughs> so i'm extremely fragile yeah. At the moment, and I've I been fragile. Right. It's literally it's eight thirty p.m., guys. I'm still putting myself together. I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. still gathering myself. What time did you get point, home I'm though? Four thirty. <laughs> okay, okay, got you. So it already was a late start to the day. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Four thirty a.m. I. Oh, a.m. That's different. Head, That's different. No, no, no. Four thirty a.m. Uh, my head hit the pillow and I woke up quite early. I'm very much an early riser. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I'm up by like 637. Oh, that sucks. Um, and I was up, I was up by 630. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was also quite excited for the day. I wanted to go and, um, buy myself a new laptop today. Awesome. And so I was so excited to go to, to, you know, pick this item out for myself yeah. and, make a big girl purchase because really really that's my real first big girl purchase at the my big age of 26 <laughs> that is my first big girl purchase Amen. for myself like Amen. brand new cash just mine like you know yeah. what i mean um which was an unsuccessful trip because i don't have anything in stock but no. i'll be making my first big girl purchase soon <laughs> so i had quite an exciting day um and i think that's why i couldn't sleep um and then yeah. when i got back to my place i slept for a couple of hours so i'm and i've just eaten so i feel a lot better than i did a couple hours ago but Yay. you know what i'm still very much a shell of a person so <laughs> bear with me guys bear with me I get that. anyways naya what are we talking about today uh so today we are talking about toxic positivity and all that that comes with guys like i don't know mm -hmm. if you all know like how toxic positivity is even a thing or what the hell that even means when i say the term right and so actually to be honest if i'm being like 110 i didn't know that that was a thing until mm -hmm. maybe during quarantine because i feel like all mm -hmm. the mental health like terms and things got really popular when we all were at home and were able to see yes. social media 25 7 right and so yes. basically if i say this line you probably will immediately go oh yeah someone said that to me before right like oh mm -hmm. fuck him girl just get over him like he wasn't good for you anyways toxic positivity um so 
he may have been <laughs> shit for your friend like he really may have been and may not have been up to her par however her feelings of missing him and mourning him are still valid and still real right and so as your friend mm-hmm. you should hold space for that and even if you didn't like the guy like hell even if she didn't like the guy like she still gets the the ability and the option to go wow but i still miss having someone in my life like that the positivity part is the fact that you're trying to uplift this person um the toxic part is you are tearing down someone else in the process of doing it right and so like we don't know for x y and z why that nigga did the shit he did and sometimes we don't give a single fuck but Mm. (laughs) um people are still people right and so we should still hold space for them there are 50 million other examples of that but that's immediately the one that comes to my mind when i think of toxic positivity um mm-hmm. not necessarily personally because i personally think my friends are actually pretty good at not saying shit like that to me and even the ones that do i just kind of you know brush them off because I, I recognize that's where they are it's just not where i'm at mm-hmm. and that's okay i am mm-hmm. also been told i'm way too nice to people in general so that could also be my problem <laughs> I won't hold up to that openly, wholeheartedly. Um, I've got a big heart, and I'm okay with that. Um, But anyways, to start us off, um, Tools, is this something that is debatable to you? Do you think that positivity can even really be toxic? Or is there, like, a line that you think we tread on a daily basis? Like, specifically, I guess, inside the last example that I brought up, what, what would you be feeling, like, if someone said that to you? Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, positivity can definitely be toxic. <laughs> and before we had the term toxic yeah. positivity, I would call it being a positive poorly. Ooh. And I find positive poorly quite annoying <laughs> because sometimes things aren't fucking positive and yes. that's okay. Yes. Sometimes there is no upside to a situation and that's okay. Yes. And I think toxic positivity comes with fake deepness. So I think we're really unpacking being fake deep yeah. and being pos- toxically positive, yeah. right? Um, I think as people, we really like use these platitudes to make our lives like feel better, right? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what a platitude is, uh, I've just pulled up um, a, a, a definition. Yeah. So a platitude is a remark or a statement, especially one with moral content that's been used too often to be interesting or thoughtful. And Damn. I think... that is exactly what toxic positivity feels like to me it Mm. feels like a platitude it feels like after you've lost someone someone has passed away and they say they've gone to a better place and it's like it always feels uncomfortable. girl no is that just me like that always feels uncomfortable when someone says that to me girl what the hell no (laughs) no because the better place would have been for her to be here with me where she wanted to be okay that's the better place. And, like, do so I, I know we, where they went when they left? Like, we don't know that. We can bro, only assume that. You don't know where she is. You have <laughs> no idea where she is. She we'll stop is. there. <laughs> like, ugh. You know? Exactly. So I think I think, I think, think every human being, like, we, we need platitudes. Yeah. We need them to, to, to get through it. We need it to be... Because yeah. I think as people, we are meaning makers and we want to make meaning out of everything. But sometimes... Yeah some pain and some events are senseless or feel senseless to us, you know? Yeah. And that's okay. For me, I would say, I think my biggest, um, my biggest, 
encounter with toxic positivity right now in this chapter of my life okay. is just be grateful. Oh God. Just be grateful tools. At least you've got a job. Stop. <laughs> At least you've got a roof over your head. Uh, I hate that one. Just be grateful. And it's what I was saying in last week's episode or yeah. two weeks ago when I said multiple things can be true at the same time, guys. Yes. I can be tired of life, tired of my job, uh, annoyed with uh, my relationship, my boyfriend, my mother, and yeah. still be grateful to have a boyfriend, relationship, and mother. And still be yeah. grateful to be employed and have money and to be able to pay my rent. I... I can feel multiple emotions at one time, and that is okay. That means so I'm I think a fucking I, adult, y'all. That means that I have the cognitive ability to actually express multiple emotions, which really is just like, you know, Exactly. Being it's just being a human being, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is the most frustrating toxic positivity thing I'm dealing with right now. Um, and I think because of my context, like we shared a couple of episodes ago, yeah. With the unemployment rate being as high as it is, actually our unemployment rate is actually sitting at seventy something percent according to Statistics South Africa. I'm sorry, I did was it get reading, higher than the last time we talked? It didn't get higher. It didn't get higher. I was reading, I think, a 2020 or a 2021 stat. Oh, 2022 stats, according to Statistics South Africa, is over seventy percent unemployment. And so, in my context, That's it so is terrifying. very difficult to hear people talk about or complaining about their jobs because yeah. you have to take it with a grain of salt that half the people on the timeline are unemployed. Yeah. And Over so they're that. reading your tweets. Yeah. And they're reading your tweets like, oh man, I so wish I had those kind of problems. Those are mm. nice life problems, right? Yeah. So I think it's important for us to be mindful that it could always be worse. Yeah. But the thing of it, it could always be worse is another platitude that I just, I cannot <laughs> with that. Because what you're saying is, what you're feeling you could always be feeling what you're feeling at a greater extreme so yeah. why don't you say the same when i'm happy so if i'm happy i just got my favorite ice cream you could always be happier i can always feel more Yikes. of an intense feeling than what i'm feeling yes you know true. i don't know what point you're trying to make with that i don't know i don't know if you really thought you ate with that but you you clearly think <laughs> that really you've done something by telling did. me they really thought they ate with it could be worse tools yeah even when things are good, things could be better. Anything yeah. could be more I mean, intense it's or like less the, intense. It's the concept of like the glass can be half full or half empty. And I personally am the yeah. person who's like, I do see that it, there's water in the glass that doesn't take away from the fact that it's not full. Like, exactly. that's how I exactly. always view it. It's like, if you're always and the also, person who's viewing it as, as empty, like half empty, okay, that I get. Like, come on now. Like, life can't always be doom and gloom i get that right yeah but yeah. generally speaking the vast majority of people aren't like that so if i'm dealing yeah. with the vast majority of people like oh yeah i'm just gonna say like it's both and that's okay like <laughs> it's okay and also naya some days the glass is half full hey and yeah. it feels half full and you're like yeah this glass is half full <laughs> and other days it's half fucking empty Amen. you're like where Amen. is the other half of this glass and that's Facts. okay Facts. so i think yeah to positivity can definitely be toxic my boyfriend suffered with this like in the beginning of our relationship he was a Ooh. positive poorly so much and i almost I feel like i broke him i always positive. i yeah yeah <laughs> you can definitely if you know Rhea, you know you this is it. this is possible this is plausible <laughs> um 
I think I broke him. I think I, I think I made him so a little too realistic, a little too like, hey, hey, get your head out the clouds, bro. Let's walk on this earth over here. God okay. damn it, you damn so, yeah, Sagittarius. Damn Sagittarius. Okay. It. <laughs> Us and our realistic selves. Um. So yeah, my answer is yes. Positivity can definitely, definitely be toxic, and it can be, it can be hard. Yeah. It can be hard. I, I've shared my, like, what I'm struggling with now in terms of yeah. toxic positivity. But what's the most outrageously toxically positive slash fake deep thing you've heard someone say? Or, like, yeah, wh- wh- where are you right now? And what's the platitude that's, like, making you roll your eyes all the way back to your brain? Um, I think this is kind of, like, a, a rolling thing in my life. I have to say, and I, I honestly, I struggle with saying whether it's toxic positivity because I know, and this came from my mom. Like, this came from my mom as my mm-hmm. childhood. And obviously, I know my mom has her, my best interests at heart, right? And so of I course. struggle with saying that this is toxic, but I still feel like it is to mm-hmm. some degree. And so I've struggled with being um, not complacent, but unsatisfied right like with my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. my whole life probably from like puberty to like now um like mm-hmm. for most people like you're like oh life is great life is fine as a kid and then you hit puberty you're like the world sucks and like that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. definitely me um in so many facets i mean my childhood when puberty hit in a lot of ways wasn't normal there was a lot of traumatic mm-hmm. things that happened to me very quickly very fast and furious um Mm -hmm. totally other episode um however at the time and even now especially like even during college and again even now um there have been times when i've just been like i'm not happy with like my life because yada 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 and now i have the self-awareness to like break down why i feel the way i do but in high school it was like Mm -hmm. I don't like how I look. I don't like how skinny I am. Like, I have no body. Like, I just feel like I look like a little boy. Like, I don't feel talented. Yeah, Like, all of the things that, all of the insecurities in the world that were possible was basically Mm -hmm. how I felt at some point. And I remember my mom saying, well, how can we fix it? Like, do you want to, like, change your hairstyle? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to buy clothes that fit you a different way? And, like... At the time, that was like, you're not getting it. Like, there isn't anything mm-hmm. I can buy. I feel like shit about myself. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing I can buy. There's. <laughs> I no- just feel like shit. Point blank. Period. Point blank. What, period. Like, what, I, there's. What, how do we change that? How do we? Ch- and my mom, being the problem solver that she is, Capricorns. Okay, they they just gotta find solutions to problems. And I'm like that too. And I probably get that from her. Of like, if you complain enough, after a while, I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is the solution? Why do you keep giving me problems? Mm-hmm. Like, so and that's I I'm almost certain I get that from her. But also, like, as on one hand, it's like it's great because it's like, oh, you're you're solution oriented but at the same time you fail to acknowledge the emotions that come with Mm -hmm. the problems right like problems are not just math equations you find out a solution and life is good like when you're a human being the problems in your life are not just tangible there are emotional repercussions that come with them um whether there's good consequences or bad consequences and so i just remember feeling like 
there is nothing in the world that can be done. I just feel hopeless. I feel mm-hmm. unseen. I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel how everyone else sees me. And I still struggle with mm-hmm. that at times, right? Like I still am learning help having been in quarantine for about to be a damn week almost. Um, it, it is still weird to sit down with myself and go, everyone views me this way. I don't mm-hmm. see myself that way. And so for me, mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating when I'm not allowed the space. And my mom is, a, I will say, that was my mom in high school, but she is definitely a lot better now where I go, Mom, I just want to feel like shit. Like today, mm-hmm. I just feel shitty about where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I know my life isn't bad. I know that it isn't the worst it could be, again, with that platitude. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it doesn't matter. I still am allowed to feel, I'm allowed to feel all of the things, right? Going back to our last episode, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to feel all of my big feelings. And maybe I know for mm-hmm. me personally, that's part of the reason why I struggle with having big feelings is because people have always been like, oh, well, you feel like that? Well, here's how you fix it. It's like, I don't want to fix it. I just feel shitty mm-hmm. and I want to feel shit. I'm okay. I want to, I just want to feel, feel shitty. shitty. Like, let me feel like I'm, I'm such a positive person. You know, I'm not going to stay there. So let me live in this. Yeah. Yeah, give me give me a moment. Give yes. me a moment. And you know what? I don't think this is to say that like we just want to be negative Nancy's and we no. want to sit in our darkness. Of course not. Of course not. And this is also not to say that Naya's mom is toxically positive or she's no. fake deep, you know. I think all we're saying is sometimes just give me a moment just before we jump to a solution. Before we jump to a platitude, before we jump to a deep emotional line, let's let people feel. And I think you are so right in what you said about like w- during the pandemic is when I think I started to encounter the fake positivity, yeah. uh, the toxic positivity and fake deepness so much because I was just like, y'all, we can just feel sad that we're not working. Hey, Amen. we can just feel sad that we can't go out. Like, it's not that deep. I think particularly in artist spaces, for me, that's why I had to get off of Facebook. Um, So my Facebook, when I had it, was very much filled with theater people. It was more like, it was a lot of um, people from where I studied and, you know, the theater makers that are in my space. And it just felt like, if you're not making work in a pandemic, then you're not really an artist. Real artists make work out of nothing. Real it was artists the capitalist make mindset work out of desperation and dust. I said, I cannot. The, the capitalist mindset during the pandemic, friend, the, it was mon- the monetize your hobbies, make money out of your hobbies. I've never made more money than I have right now in the pandemic. Sis, how the hell the do you even down. have money? No Please. one had money. Please sit down. We are hopeless. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to pick our lives up. Please leave us alone. I struggled so much with that and like just feeling the need to keep up and feeling the need to live up to what an artist should be and you know being a real problem solver you don't just sit and wait for people to make opportunities for you you make them first of all not all of us have an entrepreneurial spirit not all of us are meant to be business owners not all of us needed to be making loungewear because (laughs) it's covid not all of us can have a loungewear business guys i'm so sorry not no. all of us can make work about COVID and make an online movie. 
No, not all of us were called to do that. So yeah. I struggled a lot in the pandemic and realized how toxic positivity can be because I was just down in the dumps and I needed to be down in the dumps. Yeah. I didn't need anyone telling me this is the time for you to lose that weight. This is the time. Come out of that 21 day lockdown, a different person. My sister, I have no, I have no strength for that. Okay. <laughs> I'm unemployed. I am sad. I am hopeless. I'm not about to go to the gym and work out and come back with a six pack. I'm so sorry. Please leave me alone. And I think a lot of that stuff is bred in these quote-unquote woke spaces. I think sometimes we can be overly woke in the way that we speak, in the way that we share a language. And then in the process of that, we exclude people who don't share the same language, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when people don't have the same kind of understanding of these terms, and that's a COVID cough right there, okay? It was stuck in my throat. It was like phlegm literally right there. I was just like... Ugh. What I'm saying is we're, bit, we're forgiving all the coughs because you have COVID, girl. Cough right into that mic. I Let everybody to turn. know. <laughs> Let everybody know I'm sick as hell, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think woke spaces also become like the biggest perpetuators of that. I think it's amazing to be aware to be self-aware yeah. and uh, to to bring language to things that we didn't have language to before. So don't get me wrong. I love the, the movement of being woke and I love the pride that people take in being aware and self-aware and aware of the world, aware of themselves, aware of relationships. It's amazing, right? <laughs> yes. But sometimes y'all be doing a little too much. Look, look. It just, it, it's, it's a lot like it's a lot it's like and i'm starting to learn this is a like a common thing in general it's like once you learn a new skill you get to a point where you master that skill right and you become very aware of every single note you sing and every line you say hell in every way that you edit but at some point after you get done with mastering the skills and trying to learn the skills and it doesn't mean that you ever stop learning right like you got to throw the, the manual away. You got to throw it in the mm-hmm, trash because mm-hmm. now it's it's up to you to go with what works for you. Like, mm-hmm, I mean, Tools, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can attest to this too. You spend years in theater school, like where they literally tear you apart, where you could completely disagree with everything your professor is saying. But mm-hmm. you do have to take into account their opinion And then when you go out on your own, you hear that professor's talking in like the back of your mind, but you got to figure out what works for you. Like, and you have Mm -hmm, professors mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. literally conflict with each other in school. And so I think the same thing goes for this whole woke healing community thing is like people are literally cutting off people left and right. And I think there are some people who is like, okay, yeah, you probably should have been cut that toxic off person like years ago and congratulations good for you but that ain't every damn body like you still have to talk to people like you still have to work through shit guys guys we cannot be cutting everybody off no can we talk about this no we can't we cannot (laughs) be not everybody can be toxic guys it doesn't make sense no it doesn't make sense for you to constantly be the friend who is cutting off people left right and center yeah because you're the common denominator. At some point, you need to be like, <laughs> okay, but what am I doing? Why do I always attract these people? 
Well, maybe it's you, sis. I, it's you. Maybe it's you, sis. My sister, I'm here to tell you, it's you. Yep. Okay? Yep. And that's a lesson I had to learn, too. I've never been the toxic friend until I was. Yeah. Yeah, be like that. I, I was the one cutting people off left, right, and center and needing space. For, I just need some space. Until somebody <gasps> needed space from me. And it was like, Go back wait, to our what? friendship <laughs> breakups episode of season one. You'll hear my whole story there. But the realization or the moment where you become the toxic friend or the toxic person, yeah. the, the, script, the script flips. We are not always in the right. And we're not always in, in the position where we can cut people off. Sometimes we are the ones who are cut off. Oh, yeah. I think also the self-proclaimed woke can be so fake deep. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those I, I, I don't know if you can't like just self-proclaim. It's like when people say like you can't call yourself an ally. Someone has to call you an ally in order for you to be an ally. True that, true that, <laughs> true that. No, but I think the woke community doesn't give a fuck about that. They, they don't tell give a themselves single fuck. They, woke. <laughs> they don't give a single fuck. Um, t- TikTok right now oh, or actually has been such a fake deep space for me you know the the therapists the yeah. tiktok therapists oh, oh yeah my god everything do you find yourself drinking coffee alone in the morning well that's a trauma response because when you were a child you associated the smell of coffee to being secluded so that's <laughs> why you sit by yourself and have coffee every morning Bitch. girl bye Bitch. please not everything is a trauma response. Not everything is attached to my childhood. Thanks. Not everything means that you are. To- we throw a word. We throw around the word toxic a little too willy nilly for me when it comes Talk. to people. I Talk. think. I think, you know, toxic people, toxic spaces. We are way too willy nilly with those terms, and it just becomes fake deep. Uh, and I think it takes a whole lot of just self-awareness and like um i think like awareness of like the real world and the way that it stands and the way that it exists right now for you to be able to fish out fake deepness another Uh, thing i will say is twitter is an amazing tool for information and wokeness i don't know what the twitter culture is for you guys in the states but for us uh, twitter is like like we're the woke yeah where the woke come to meet, okay? That's where the woke are. The Twitter warriors, the the keyboard uh, revolutionaries, the keyboard freedom fighters are on Twitter, right? And I think one time, I don't remember where, but I think I was in a taxi, and I was on Twitter reading about toxic masculinity and women sharing their stories and, you know, know, men coming to the space and, addressing other men about their toxic masculinity and really being allies to women or standing with women whatever and i'm sitting in a taxi so the juxtaposition is mad because oh if you know the public transport system in south africa naya <laughs> the most patriarchal misogynistic toxic space you will ever find yourself in yeah. for an hour a day just trying to commute to work okay yeah public there, i'm sitting like in a taxi that, yeah. So, so in South Africa, uh, taxis for us are like minibuses. Yeah. So it seats about 16 people. And so you get onto the taxi, you get off at your stop, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And there's this kind of unspoken rule that women don't sit by the door in a taxi. Women need to sit in between. Like they need to be in the middle somewhere. What? Right? I'm sitting in a taxi and we stop. 
There's a woman sitting by the door. She opens the door for the gentleman who's coming in and she shifts so that he can move and sit next to her in the middle of her and said person on the other side by the window. And this man throws a tantrum and says, oh, it's your feminism. Oh, this feminism. Oh, this feminism is killing us. Now I must sit in the middle like I'm a woman. Men sit by the door. Who do you think you are sitting by the door? And this lady says, I have high blood pressure. I cannot be sitting in the middle of anybody. I am hot. I am bothered. I am sweating. I need a window for the air to hit my face quite literally every second of every day. So I would die if I sat in the middle. I'm claustrophobic. I need to be at the edge. And it was this entire mess Bro, of a situation where she had to like, move. Sit your ass down. I no, gotta because go. That's, <laughs> no, because that's the unspoken rule of the taxi. Uh-huh. And they enforce the rule. Of course. The taxi driver himself will tell you, sissy, move to the middle. Because men sit at the, at the edge. Now, the worst is when you sit in the front seat with the driver. Women must sit next to the driver. And I don't want to say, like, it's, it's not a rumor, but, like, the general, like, social understanding is that the taxi driver who's predominantly mainly 98% of the time male uh-huh. doesn't want to brush thighs with another man. He wants to brush thighs with a woman. What? So you will sit next to the driver while the man sits by the door. And it is completely unacceptable that you would ever think that you can sit by the door as a woman. I literally will see men leaving. So let's say the man gets into the taxi first and Uh then the woman comes in. He will move out for the woman to come and sit in the middle and then he sits at the edge. So what I'm trying to say is I'm reading this wokeness, this Twitter space in my hand. I'm so And I am literally living. I'm living in the parallel opposite of what I'm reading on this phone. Okay. Sometimes we think Twitter is life. Twitter is not real life. Twitter is not reflective of real life. (laughs) Because men are not having the conversations that we're having on Twitter. They're not having these conversations in taxis. They're not having these conversations in the workplace. They're not having these conversations, you know, at school. We are living in the real world, guys. Okay? So this over-intellectualizing of these conversations sometimes feels so redundant. Yes, we need to have the conversations. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we also need to live them and have them live and not just on our phones. Amen. So I think that's the thing that annoys me the most about the wokeness of it all. Is that it's all words, but nobody's doing the words in real time, in real life. Nobody's having the conversations for real. And I would say nobody. I'm sure people are. Yeah. But when I'm sitting on that taxi it's not and everybody's like, saying nothing. Yeah. And nobody's speaking up. And myself, me, self, nah, I'm also not speaking up for the woman to say, hey, let us sit by the window because I know that could end very badly for me. (laughs) I know the taxi driver could tell me to get the fuck off his taxi. I could get beaten. I could get chastised. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put myself in the line of fire. So I think that's the most frustrating part about these spaces. And, And that's what makes it feel a little bit fake deep for me because if it's not actually applied in real time, I'm not sure what the value of it is. You know what I mean? Valid. I think that's totally valid. I think... Okay, so on flipping the context over here, at a PWI... Okay, so for those who don't know what a PWI is, a predominantly white institution. So historically, people of color weren't allowed into these universities, right? Public, private, whatever. Um, And so... uh, after having gone to a PWI, the amount of fake deep, 
I, uh, uh, it's just one of those things where I go, if there's a bunch of people of color talking about a topic and a few white people hop in and give their two cents, like until you've got the people of color seal of approval, hell, even when you do, I got to personally still like, I got to screen you personally. I'm going to be honest. Like Mm -hmm, I'm still the person who's like, it still comes across as fake. (laughs) Fake deep, whether you're accurate or not, even if I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to think about what you said. I've never thought about it like that. Like, even if that's true and I actually do say that to myself or say it aloud, I'm still like, bitch, who the fuck asked you? Like, you know, like Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm, one of those mm -hmm. things where it's like, uh, uh, like, I'm not going to tell you that I may be thinking it in my head, but Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's just, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like the person who always needs to feel like they're the best it's still ego Mm -hmm. like it's still ego work Mm -hmm. like and if that's the one thing i think that i'm learning about the specifically the healing community right like specifically with this group of people like they are striving to be better but you're still beating yourself up and the whole point (laughs) i am literally internally cackling at the healing community like (laughs) Like there's this community of people who who are healing (laughs) and that's pretty much how it goes to be honest that is so funny but like in that community of people it's like you're still beating yourself up and like Mm -hmm. even you explaining the fact that like yeah i was doing so well and then i did this it's like but that's the whole point of this process like that is the whole point of growth is like stop beating Mm -hmm. yourself up now that you're aware stop fucking beating yourself up like you Mm -hmm. are aware that you Mm -hmm. do it it's okay it's okay and it isn't to say that i don't do this of me like oh why am i still feeling like this like it's been five six months of me working on this yeah let me let you in on a little clue that as someone who likes plans doesn't like about this whole process of life Yo, internal shit ain't got a fucking checklist, bitch. Like, we can't mm-hmm. just be crisscrossing daddy issues off the list. Like, it don't work like that. Yeah. So <laughs> crisscrossing. It's, it's just, it is what it is. And so I think a lot of times it kind of gets mirrored onto other people, right? And so personally for me, I have to stop myself from getting annoyed with people. And I went through like a really long period of time where like I had a friend who was like, cracking jokes about the term of toxic kind of going back to this of like i hate when people are like yep i'm just a toxic queen yada yada what's your toxic trait like yada like to some degree it is fun Uh. like now that i've gotten less so serious about it like i can actually see the humor in it now because all Mm -hmm, of us have mm -hmm. these things that are not perfect about us all of us have these things Mm -hmm. that don't make us great right and so if that is what Mm -hmm. we call our toxic traits okay i can see the humor and the entertainment in it now but when i first but why is everything toxic naya okay why is me sleeping in toxic why is that a toxic trait it's the people who sleep in want to generalize it to every damn thing but i mean like everything is toxic i boo and so i get that that is the humor of it is like every yes. little thing is toxic and so like we're cracking jokes to entertain but there are certain things that i've literally like had to tell this friend like hey yo stop saying this term like it's a fucking badge of honor because these are actual mm. things you do that are fucking problematic and because you Damn. keep normalizing this it's like when our parents used to say stop saying those cuss words because you're going to normalize saying them for you and the power and the intent behind them is going to be completely a mute point to you 
because you're just saying it willy-nilly. You're listening to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. You're listening to it in mm-hmm. social media. Who gives a fuck if you say the word fuck anymore? Because to you, it's just any old word. So, like, when you're saying toxic to me, I'm looking at you like, nigga, this shit is still bad. You can crack jokes. You can yes. laugh and smirk all you want. But this shit is, it ain't cool. Like, you need to deal with it's this shit. Cool. It's not okay that you're still doing this and we it's grown as fuck. Cool. So I think there's like, there's definitely a line for me is like, on one hand, I get that it's funny as fuck. And I understand like they're, they're off jokes and all fun. Like I got some really fucked up toxic traits. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest about it. Okay. Like I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it. But at the end of the day, it's not a joke when I'm hurting somebody. Like it's not a joke that I can mm. go somebody that I don't care about anymore. Like it's not a joke Ugh. that... I can completely walk away from a situation. Once I've emotionally disconnected from something, I'm just out. If I talk to you, I talk to you. I'll talk to you whenever. Like, you may have actually needed my help. But given how I'm feeling about you in that time, like, you may not get a reply from me for weeks. Like, and that's not okay. Mm. I'm working on that. I can acknowledge that that's not okay. I can acknowledge that that's not the best thing that I feel like I need to help people and go into saver mode and superwoman mode, whatever. Like, I recognize that those are things that I need to work on because I'm suffering from them and therefore my relationships are suffering from them. But I also, I personally still just don't feel comfortable walking around the world like, yeah, I'm the toxic king, I'm the toxic queen. I can't, I still feel. It's very weird. I feel wrong about it. It's very weird. And I was actually on TikTok. I am really addicted to TikTok and I I, I need help. (laughs) And I'm going to say that. Don't come for me. I know I'm addicted. <laughs> but if you follow me on Instagram, you see you, you definitely see receive but you receive the best part of my addiction because I post <laughs> the best TikToks. My friends tell me like I don't know what it is about your algorithm, but all I see are Steve yep. Harvey jokes and relationship advice on my algorithm. So I don't know <laughs> what you're doing, but yours is the best and I'm like it's a skill. Getting my algorithm to look the way that it does is Dog. a fucking skill and i'm so proud of it i don't have the time um, to be doing all that on tiktok because on instagram i figured it out but tiktok i ain't got yeah time. yeah no no no. i have i have plenty of time plenty <laughs> plenty um so my i was on tiktok and 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 somebody was talking about asking a question like what is the type of person that you hate the most like the the archetype of person that you hate the most. And okay. I think now that you're saying like people who say things like, Oh, I'm toxic queen, toxic king. Like for me, it is people who take their toxicity and make it a personality trait. I cannot fucking stand that. I cannot stand it. Or 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 they not even toxicity, but they take the bad parts of their personality or their rudeness and make it a part of their personality. If for example the type of person who does not respect people's time and is always late and you make it a personality trait. No, girl, you're rude and you don't respect people's time. Oof. How is it that, uh, I'm just always late. Everybody just knows I'm never on time. <laughs> no, bitch, that's Be rude. Time. Be on time, respect my time. It's respect like- my time. And this guy was like, I used to be the guy who would wait an hour for you. If you were an hour late, I'm waiting for you. An but hour? now you've got a good 10 minutes. You've got a good 10 minutes. And even if it's you, and he's like, I've left people's birthday parties, events, weddings, because if you decide you're going to be an hour late and you're not going to respect my time, I'm not going to respect respect yours. You've got a hard 10 minutes and I am out. And I think that is such an amazing boundary to build with people because 
it is the most annoying thing for people to constantly be late. I yes. am always early. So I think I'm, oh, no. I, I always am late like, a lot of times, underestimate. But I'm, I still recognize it's annoying as fuck. Like, I will be honest about that. It's so annoying. I, I am early. <laughs> I try to be as early as possible. I'm I'm always the first tool in the toolbox, and sometimes even that's Fair. annoying, right? And I Fair. acknowledge that. Um, but you know what? Rather you know that I've respected your time. Rather yeah. you know that I value your time, and I I'm not entitled to it. So me being here early is a sign of saying like I completely am here for you, ready to hold, ready to receive, ready to have a good time. Yeah. Um, if I am late, honestly. Uh, that's just my bad and I'm sorry because I am late sometimes. I was yeah. late to yesterday's birthday dinner. But you know what? It, it doesn't be happen like often. That. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, that's my worst type of person. My worst archetype of a person is is that. Especially with the lateness. Don't ever do that with me and lateness. How about, okay? I think I, if I piggyback off of that, which is the reason why I had the emotional response that I had, is like, do not ever fucking say to me like ever say to me this is just who i am bitch <gasps> you might get pimp slapped that day okay do not ever say to me this is just who That's i am so get one. over it you're right i am gonna get, get over, over it, it. It's just and your I ass am. is gonna be dropped faster than a hot potato like you're right i'm just stubborn like i just i just i'm just stubborn like i just don't listen to people that's just who i am no excuse me no there are so many things you don't have choices over, guys. Like, there are so many things that we do not have control over. The fucking weather, okay? Whether there's traffic outside, whether your car breaks down, shit. Sometimes whether your ass even got food in your damn pantries. We don't always have control over that shit, right? Like, we sure. aren't. We don't have control over the roof of our head sometimes or how much we get paid. Hell, we don't get control over the fact of, like, what we feel like wearing or how we feel mm-hmm, that day sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And there are things that we can alter and shift about our our behavior and the things that we do help go to the gym exercise do a run you might feel better that day but if you feel like shit that day you feel like shit and that's okay there are so many things you cannot control that i would hope i would hope that we all can come to a group understanding that the one thing your ass definitely has control over is how you talk to me and how you respond mm-hmm. in a conversation mm-hmm. with me. And mm-hmm. whereas, yes, you can lose your head, but ain't nobody got time for that. Like, if, mm-hmm. I, can, if I can sit there and listen to the bullshit coming out of your mouth and say, I'm not going to respond the way I want to. I'm not going to cuss her ass out because, you know, what? quite frankly, she... Uh, this situation don't even deserve all that. Mm-hmm. Your ass can also mm-hmm. fix your mind to sit there and get a uh-huh. little bit more respectful and calmly and politely say, I cannot have this conversation right now, but when I am in a better situation to have this conversation, let's talk about it. I'm totally okay with talking mm-hmm. about it. Right now, though, I just don't feel like I can. Or even better, even better, you can say, Wow, I actually don't agree with you on that. That actually was kind of offensive how you said that. Mm -hmm. Don't really like that. Mm -hmm. But here are my thoughts on how I feel towards what you said. Whatever it is, there's always a calmer Mm -hmm. option. It ain't all that to go off on someone. It, It really doesn't add up. Like, even if I'm asking you a simple question, it don't take all that. It does not take all that. Stop choosing violence just so that you can choose violence. Just actually, this is what I love. 
people who choose violence just to say that they are upset about something. Mm-hmm. The people who say that they got something going on in their lives just so that they can say that they got something going on. Because that's what I'm convinced mm-hmm. about at this point. I'm convinced about the fact that everybody in their mama on Instagram and in the world is complaining about life just so they got something to complain about. I'm convinced of it. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell that y'all give a fuck about this shit. There's just no way. Yeah. You don't like that yeah. person? Stop talking to them. Block them. Oh, man. Ignore them. But there's no way. Uh, there's no way. It's a lot, man. And you're just rude. Like you honestly, you're just rude. It's not that's just who I am. You're you're no. just you're just rude. Okay? Yeah. And you can um, make the choice to not be. That's what's annoying. It's like it's not that that's hard. That, that's the thing, Naya. And what you're saying is if I can have and choose to have self control, why can't you? If I can sit and think about the words that come out of my mouth, why can't so you So can you? You're just choosing it's not to you know but i think i think this you know brings us to our last question which is do you think that over over intellectualizing our emotions can be harmful and how when i when i when i say when i say over over intellectualizing what i mean is uh like the, what i made reference to with the with the tiktok therapist and yeah. it's a trauma response and you know you're overly just like in your mind about your emotions and overly needing to justify why you don't like when people shout at you, you know, or overly needing to like add some woke words yeah. to the thoughts that you're thinking or the feelings that you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and I find that because we are such a woke generation and such a self-aware generation, which is amazing, honestly, it really is amazing that we're so self-aware yeah. and we're so clear on like our boundaries and like what we will stand for what we won't stand for like i think it's fucking amazing but i think it can be so harmful because sometimes people just don't have that kind of vocabulary and sometimes i think we can alienate people who don't have the same um vocabulary language yeah you know um and 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 i think especially for someone like me who always needs to identify the feeling. I think as an artist, like I always need to name the feeling because if I name it, I can recreate it. If I name it, I can talk about it. If I name it, I can write about it. If I name it, I can explain it. Um, So we are meaning makers, I think generally as people, but I also think that sometimes it's okay to just feel it, hey? Like I don't think there needs to be a whole bunch of intellectual words to attach to why you don't like people to be late sometimes it's not a trauma response sometimes there's nothing to do with my childhood no. sometimes i just think it's fucking rude yeah i just think it's rude and even if it does have something to do with my childhood who gives a fuck i just don't like it <laughs> yeah that may be true and also i just don't like it so stop it like mm-hmm. i don't have to give you the why like honestly that's really what mm-hmm. it is it's like we're trying to find out the why and sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. matter the why just do it because I say so. You know, like when your parents just be mm-hmm. like, it's because I said so. You know, like at some mm-hmm. point, I don't give a fuck why you want to know about the why. Just stop it. Just stop doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think it's one of those things of like, I think we are being more aware and we are the generation that is more welcoming and open than a lot of other previous generations. And I think it really has a lot to do with us being the tech age. You know, like we are the mm-hmm. generation that literally grew up with technology and the generation after us, they don't know a life without it. 
right? So like we mm-hmm. know the technology that our parents grew up with and we walked into this new age of technology. Like when we were mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. you still were going outside. Like video games were a thing, mm-hmm. but your parents mm-hmm. were still like- We, we are the perfect balance of we played outside yep. and we were watching Vines. Yep. Like we, were, we are the perfect combination of the two. And most kids don't even, what's funny to me is like most kids don't even know what Vine is. And I remember the Vine compilations, mm-hmm. the way that kids watch TikTok now, which is so funny to me because mm-hmm. there would be no TikTok. Vine was Vine. our TikTok. Literally. It literally yes. was our TikTok. And so I think, TikTok I mean, is flying because like Vine. Actors, because yeah. their Vines were so successful. Like. <laughs> exactly. It was a whole exactly. thing. But. I think Vine crawled so that TikTok could <laughs> soar. Honestly. Amen. Amen. I mean, honestly, and then quarantine just accelerated all of that for all of us. Um, and so Damn. I think because of this technology age, we have so much access to so much information at all times at our fingertips mm. that our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents didn't have. Um, and especially as people of color, that's really resourceful because it's like all of that information that people try to hide from us or just coincidentally didn't tell us about our history we now have at the edge of our fingertips and so the great thing that i love Mm. about tiktok is like i'm finding out all these different things about like black history that i never knew in school Mm. and i have resentment towards the school system but that's also why it was made for white people and not me um you know and so Mm. i have the recognition of that and say okay cool i learned this but then again every disney movie does have to be therapized you get what I'm saying of like, mm-hmm, we have to mm-hmm, overanalyze mm-hmm. every single Disney story. And it's mm-hmm. not that it's wrong. Like I personally do think there's validity to some of those, you know, analysis of the characters. And that's why the majority mm-hmm. of us, I mean, we also have to think about this. We're going in a technology age, but more than ever in history, especially here in America, more people are going to higher education um, facilities than ever before in history. Like historically mm. you didn't go to college. You worked in the fields. Like, you stayed in your Mm. hometown, you worked in the fields, you might do an apprenticeship, you might do all types of things, right? But nowadays, it is common core knowledge that you go to university. Typically, the the most highest in society went to uni. That's how they stayed in the top tier. That's how people Mm. went from being farmers, well, weren't farmers, but like went to school all the way through and then were in the 1%, right? Farmers stayed farmers. Mm-hmm. People who were inside the higher prestige of society stayed in the higher prestige of society. Now we can move different social statuses because of the fact that we are, we can be self-made billionaires, you know? And that is a common mm-hmm. thing. Like it's normalized on social media. And so I think because of all of these things and the advancement of humanity is just happening, which is great, right? Like medicine is changing. But just like with medicine, it is a practice and they are just trying to figure out the solutions as the problems come up, right? So like Mm -hmm. medicine is not, the doctor said it's true, so therefore it must be true. In fact, their Mm -hmm. degree literally says in the practice of, which means they are constantly trying to figure things out, which Mm -hmm. is why people get uh, undiagnosed or wrongly diagnosed all the fucking time because they're just Mm -hmm. doing tests to try and figure out based off of previous knowledge that's literally all science Mm -hmm. is so if that's the case for physical health why wouldn't mental health be the same thing like we now have Mm -hmm. a term of toxic positivity and recognize that that is not helpful you know for people to actually feel all of their emotions but again a year or two ago we didn't even know what the fuck gaslighting was let alone had a term for it so like i think 
this is just a part of the process of like new knowledge mm-hmm. and like learning different information of like we got to go to the extreme in order to get to an equilibrium and there will probably always mm-hmm. be people who are going to be on the extremes right like yeah. there will always be people who are like there cannot be a god because science says this and that's fine mm-hmm. if that's who you are but i think the general psyche of people are going to eventually go okay if this is a toxic trait, I don't want to do this. But the truth of the matter is, it's not that I'm becoming healed. Like, I'm never going to be healed. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be fully woke. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. And that's okay. I'm going to mess up, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, but it shouldn't be at the cost of my relationships, and it can't be at my the cost of my relationship to myself, right? And so mm-hmm. I think, for me, I think I'm finding my equilibrium. I can look at social media mm. and recognize that that is what I want to aspire to and also recognize that, no, I'm not going to fucking come out with a laundry line. I'm not going to come out with a makeup line. I, I'm not going to do any of those things because I don't fucking want to. Mm. Um, I do think the, the, what is it? The market is oversaturated with these things and that's great. But also mm. like that ain't, that ain't my st- that ain't my ministry so I'm not gonna do it you know type thing Mm -hmm. and so for me like I can Mm -hmm. intellectualize my emotions and that's cool but at the end of the day like in the real world these tools are helpful um but I still have to make a choice to use them or not use them depending on Mm -hmm. the situation like Mm -hmm. it's not one size fits all and I think a lot of times people really do try and make it one size fits all for all of us and situations are so varied I feel, as we talked about in the last episode, I feel very deeply when I connect with people. And so, like, some people I am okay with cutting off. Other people I'm not. And so, for whatever reason, right? Like, it's day and night, depending Mm -hmm. on person to person. Um, And where I'm at at that time. But I really just think that, like, it depends on the person. It depends on the circumstances. And unfortunately, with science, you can't account for every single variable. It's just Mm -hmm. human error. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love what you're saying about how we didn't even have the term gaslighting. We didn't even know no. what that was two, three years ago, yeah. you know, let alone 10 years ago, let alone what we, what our kids will be talking about when they're teenagers. Oh, so yeah. I love the fact that we can say, we'll take some, we'll leave some, you know, and that we're all just in the process of figuring out, like just being self-aware and knowing ourselves more. Um, and what is toxic positivity today tomorrow is something different you know um someone could dig up our podcast in five years and call us out for being the most problematic girls on the internet you know what i mean all of our all of our opinions could be the most unpopular opinions because how dare you say that because five years from now we're having different conversations and that's okay too but today the conversation is that toxic positivity is not helpful nope um i think what i will leave is very shallow what yeah (laughs) (laughs) I, I will end off by saying this, like if you are the person who's always trying to find the brighter side of things, that is beautiful. That is an, that is, that is an amazing quality to have, to gift. constantly see the glass half full, Amen. to be positive, to be optimistic. It is amazing. Yeah. Some of us have not had lives, have not had lives that make that easy for us or yeah. that make that a possibility for us. I believe in God more than I believe that I'm sitting here and breathing right now. I believe in Jesus more than I do in the mic that I'm holding right now, yeah. right? However, I also acknowledge that there are people who have lived a certain kind of life yeah. who have who 
who could not believe in Jesus, who could not believe in that there's, there's, a, there's an all-knowing, omnipresent, loving God. People have lived harsh realities and hard lives. So for me to sit here and, and force this God down people's throats because you have to believe in God and there's no ways you can't believe in God is it's very toxic man like it's yeah. very it's very like just like ignorant to to not understand that people come at life from different vantage points people have, have lived a different life to you so yes be positive yes share the light yes share the gospel but also be aware that there are people who have lived a different life to you yeah. who have not had homes, who have not had clothes on their backs, they've not had food, they've not had friendship, they've not had love or experienced the love of even a parent or a sibling. They've lived this life alone. And so it is difficult for them to see the glass half full. Yeah. It is difficult for them to believe that there is a God that loves them. Have compassion for people who struggle to see life the way that you do. Yeah. Be patient with them, love them regardless, and hold space for them. That that's that's all I think I'm trying to say. Just hold space. Yeah. Woe with your positivity. Just woe one second. Maybe <laughs> maybe be positive tomorrow. But if they're sad right now and you can tell that there's nothing you can say to make them feel better, please. Death is one of those situations, guys. When somebody loses no. someone, I promise you there is nothing that you can say that will make someone feel better. No. I promise you there is not enough. She's in a better place. No, don't. It was God's plan. God. There's, there's, there, there's, <laughs> there are not enough platitudes to fill that hole. Yeah. So please, guys, just step outside of yourselves and be aware of where people are coming from. I'm not saying be negative. I'm not saying don't inspire people and bring the light to them. Yeah. I'm just saying shut the fuck up sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> just listen just hold space yeah i think my last key point off of that that i is huge on my heart is like that i'm struggling with honestly even to this day it's just like i'm allowed to have all of my feelings like the acknowledgement that i have yeah. feelings is huge yes right but like i'm sick of living in a world where i have to be strong all the time and I think we already mm. have had that episode of like being the strong black woman and like having your shit together and how toxic that concept even is. But it's like, for me, toxic positivity really starts to rot who I am at my core. Mm. When people say things like, um, come on, like you're usually the positive one. Like it's unsettling when like you're the positive one and, um, and I'm usually the negative one. It's like, okay, but I'm going to be honest. I like my dark side. Like, my dark side mm -hmm. is my funnest side for me. Like, and sometimes mm -hmm. that bitch mm -hmm. is fucking badass. And I don't want to be. And funny. she's so funny. Right? How funny is the darkness? Ugh. I sometimes, I'm, I make my best jokes at my lowest. Amen. I do. Amen. And that I bitch really is do. great. <laughs> okay. Like, you know when they be saying it's like the TV show where it's like the, the uh, character turns into like their dark version? That bitch is so much mm -hmm. fun. So much, mm -hmm. but I'll come back to being the good little angel, I swear. But y'all, like, mm -hmm. I just want to be allowed to feel all my goddamn feelings. Like, mm -hmm. I cannot be strong for you right now. 
I can't even be strong mm-hmm. for myself damn near. So mm-hmm. I I ain't got the positivity over here. I am a pragmatist. Let's be honest. If I'm at my core, if I'm being honest, I'm just a pragmatist. So when you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. In the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but for how long? Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see how long this goes. <laughs> yeah. OK, I'm not going to say it to you because I don't want to ruin your day. But I also know that. Yeah, don't do that. You know, like there's a time and a place for me to say it or joke around about it. Right. But like and I'm working on. Yeah. That, right. Even for my own personal. Mm. It's like it's OK to just live in like the happiness. But I also for all of the people who like. And I hate to say it this way, but like all the people who don't know me to my core right like you know me you know facets of me it's not that Mm -hmm. you don't know who I am I swear I don't lie but if you Mm -hmm. know me to my core you know that I've got this dark side that I love and I love every fiber Mm -hmm. of her like and she Mm -hmm. doesn't get allowed to be out all the damn time so if you meet Mm -hmm. her hold space for her and just be kind to her because she just wants to come out and play and that's okay Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the positive girlfriend all the damn time. That's your job, nigga. Like, and mm-hmm. I also, if I can mm-hmm. hold space for you, you can hold space for me. I think is all of what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, I don't. In my personal life, again, going back to that last episode, like, for people who have big feelings and who are usually the outgoing, positive, chirpy person who's social and puts the LinkedIn for the friend group as I tend to be like whether people associate me that way or that's just how I view myself either way right like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want to be that bitch I want to be by my yeah. damn self and I want to be upset and mm-hmm. I want to be okay with that and so just let let people feel how they feel okay that's that's mm-hmm. all I ask if there's one thing you take from this episode Tuli and I are asking you to just be empathetic towards people and let them feel how they feel and that's okay even if mm-hmm. it makes you uncomfortable because mm-hmm. i know sometimes when my friends are negative, yeah. it makes me uncomfortable sometimes but it's still just like that's okay you don't have that's to feel okay. comfortable it's not your life <laughs> it's not your problems yep 100 percent so guys that is where we are going to leave the episode today um let us know how you deal with the fake deep people in your life and the toxic positivity and Mm -hmm. the toxic kings and queens in your life that's just over here just making a whole lifestyle out of this bullshit like we just we want to hear um from you on our twitter as well as our instagram rant much underscore podcast as always we appreciate and love that you tuned in with us today here all of our craziness yes we recognize that our episodes are getting longer and longer and we're not really sorry about it because we just we needed to talk about we're not sorry it. we're not sorry i wish i could say yeah we're sorry we ain't sorry if i said that we lie okay and we're i don't i'll be trying not to lie out here okay so with all of that and so much more we hope you guys have a great week um and even a better day as you're listening to this and we can't wait to talk to you guys next week have a good week guys bye bye guys bye guys